Um, <clears throat> being an adult in what is now 2023 can be chaotic even on a good day. As most of you know, I have two boys. Griffin is five and Benjamin is two. And quite honestly, that is pure chaos all in itself on most days. <laughs> I usually try to get up before the rest of the household so I can get my Bible reading, devotionals, and workout in before the boys start their day. Once they are awake, we have to do breakfast, get dressed, get them off to preschool, and the list goes on and on. Think about your daily task list. What is on it? And where does being a disciple of Christ fall on your list? More often than not, our Bible reading, devotionals, and prayers are put on the back burner when we see how long our list for the day is. We tend to believe that other tasks are more important. Is anybody else here guilty of that? Because I know that I am. Today is Epiphany Sunday, so we are going to read the story of the wise men visiting Jesus and his family, and how without even realizing it, they set an example for us as they made that journey. In chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, Matthew wrote, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. During the reign of King Herod, about the time about the time some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as, he, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the, land, of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. <clears throat> when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warmed them in a dream not to return to Herod. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, your word says that you will guide us. You do not leave us wandering through life. You are with us during every moment of every day. You will satisfy our needs when we feel frustrated, and you will give us strength when, we live, when life makes us weary. Help us to follow your ways as you lead us into a life of fruitfulness and joy. May we be like the Magi and have deep faith as we embark on new journeys. We spend so much time thinking, planning, and worrying about what direction to take. Your word says that it is you who establishes our steps. Help us make you the center of our planning. We can do nothing without you. We can plan nothing without you giving us the mind to plan it. The desires of our hearts can only be satisfied by you. Please direct our steps to follow you, Lord. 
Amen. Now the Magi traveled a great distance to meet the Messiah. They weren't fickle believers. They didn't keep pushing the trip off or say that they were too busy. No, they were committed to their faith and were excited to have a personal encounter with their newborn king. They weren't pushing meeting Jesus down to the bottom of their task list like we spoke about earlier. Now think about that for a minute. Shouldn't we, as disciples of Christ, make it a priority to pursue the Lord and spend time in his presence? At the beginning of this, I mentioned that the Magi set a few examples for us. The first example is to make it a priority to pursue the Lord in all that you do. The Magi made the purpose of their journey quite clear right from the beginning. Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. We talk and sing and we talk and sing about how the three wise men gave Jesus gifts, but before they even did that, they worshiped him. How many of us start our day with worship before we do anything else? Before we start worrying about earthly possessions or money or our to-do list, do you worship? The Magi worshiped their newborn king before worrying about their gold, their frankincense, their myrrh, or other possessions. Something that really stood out to me was also the fact that they worshiped him before they even met him. Their faith allowed them to know that their new king was here. They never once questioned the validity of Jesus' birth. They only asked where he was. As we move through our days, especially during the busy holidays, do we make our faith to the, in the Lord known to others? Do we truly focus on how Jesus is the most precious gift that we will ever receive? Or do we become distracted by all of the glitz, the glitter of life, and the holidays? The Magi did not care about anything else other than getting to Jesus so they could worship, excuse me, worship him. Something to remember is that personal worship can look different for each individual. So don't get caught up on how you worship God. Just focus on making it come from your heart. For a quick recap, the first example that the Magi set for us is to make a priority to pursue the Lord. The second example is to wholeheartedly worship him. The third lesson they teach us is about the distractions. How often do we allow ourselves to get distracted, even when it is in response to God? When God lays something on your heart, do you get up immediately and start working on that task, or do you take the scenic route or spend a couple hours on the phone? Are you focused on continuing his good works, or do you find yourself daydreaming? King Herod's agenda for the Magi was different than God's, or even theirs. He was more concerned about himself and his title than worshiping the newborn king. Just like the Magi, we will run into a few King Herods of our own who will try to distract us from the path that the Lord has prepared for us. We have to use discernment. What does God's word say about what is distracting you? Will it benefit you or hinder you? The Magi proved to be wise men by being able to discern that King Herod's intentions were not good. They made sure nothing would divert them from their mission, and they knew what God wanted them to do, and that's exactly what they did. Now, when the Magi finally got to meet Jesus, they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And for those of you who are not familiar with these items, frankincense is a perfume or incense, and myrrh is an anointing oil. These were standard gifts when honoring a king back in those times. 
The Magi faithfully gave these valuable gifts to Jesus as a way of honoring and worshiping him as their King of Kings and Savior. Our fourth lesson reminds us that we must ask ourselves how we can honor Jesus with our possessions. In a time where we focus on presents and ringing in the new year, take the time to see what you can part with. Do you have two winter coats, extra hats, gloves, or mittens? Ask yourself how you can help a fellow child of God in their time of need. One way we can honor Jesus is by giving what we have to those who need it. This is another lesson that the Magi teaches us, is to not only worship Jesus with our words and time, but also with our generosity. Finally, the Magi were warned in a dream to take a different path home. This leads us to our last lesson. Genuinely giving ourselves to Christ will cause us to walk on a different path than where we started. In Romans 12:2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Jesus transforms our minds, desires, relationships, and purpose. My path has certainly changed over the years. Before I started seeking a relationship with Jesus, I was a single 22-year-old college dropout. I was living on my mom's couch, and you'd find me in the bar every single Friday and Saturday night with my friends. I had no self-esteem, and I had no direction for my life. I honestly felt like I was simply surviving instead of living. Fast forward eight years now, and I will now talk about the amazing transformations that Jesus did in my life any chance that I get. I am no longer a dropout, as I now have my associates my, and my bachelor's degree, as well as a SEAL certificate. I'm no longer living on my mom's couch. I am living in a home with my wonderful husband and two kids. I no longer go to bars, and in fact, as of yesterday, it has been six years since I've even had a drink. I also now own my own graphic design business that caters to the needs of nonprofits and churches. We give a portion of our profits to the local domestic abuse shelters in Jackson and Pettis counties, as well to Strong Tower Haiti. Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that my life would be where it is today. And I know that I wouldn't be where I am without Jesus making those necessary changes. So I invite you to ask yourself, how have you allowed him to transform you? How has he changed your path over the years? Reflect on that and ask yourself how you can surrender yourself even more so he can continue to work in you as you continue to seek a personal relationship with him. Let's quickly review the lessons that we learned from the Magi this week. Number one, make it a priority to pursue the Lord. Number two, give him genuine worship. Number three, do not let anything distract you from the mission that God has given you. Number four, worship the Lord with your words, time, and generosity. Number five, walk on a different path than you had started on. I want to invite you to allow Jesus to guide you change your life, and give you the breakthrough that you may desperately be needing. Give thanks to the Lord for all he has done in your life. 
Like the Magi, make sure you are focusing on him with your whole heart. God has blessed you, and he wants to make you a blessing in the lives of others. And if you would like to bless those who benefit from Strong Tower Haiti with prayer this month, they will be starting their 21 days of prayer on the 9th of January. Uh, please feel free to ask myself or Pastor Mike for more info on that if you're interested. <clears throat> but before we leave, I just want to give you a reminder, as we enter yet another new year, when you follow the lessons that we learned from the Magi, you can be confident in your walk as a disciple of Christ. Thank you.